Hello, and welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Cantor, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Fine Biometrics, where all of June we are celebrating the Future of Finance special event, a four-week featured focus on the financial identity space, presented in association with Money 2020 Europe. That's why on this episode, I am pleased to welcome back Javier Mira, CEO of FaceFee, in conversation with my co-host, Susan Stover. Their conversation begins with talk of biometric finance in Latin America, a region in which FaceFee is extremely active. The interview turns to the topic of digital trust in finance and the role of multimodal biometrics and digital onboarding in preventing fraud. Finally, Mira concludes with an assessment of how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected biometrics markets and speculates on what the future will hold. It's a relevant conversation that will provide extra value to the upcoming Fine Biometrics webinar, Building Unbreakable Trust Chains with Strong Authentication and ID Verification. So without further ado, I present Javier Mira, CEO of FaceFee, in conversation with Fine Biometrics Vice President of Digital Content, Susan Stover, right here on the ID Talk podcast. So I want to start today's conversation on the topic of a region FaceFee has long been a pioneer the Latin American financial services space. Last month, Facebee announced a partnership with Nubai, an Argentinian payment startup that lets users pay without a physical credit card. What does this partnership demonstrate about financial trends in the region? Well, uh, I think that uh, it demonstrates uh, something that we've been just uh, foreseeing in in the last years, that uh, biometrics in financial sector will be really active sooner than, than later. And in this case, it's just uh, the response to that. I mean, users are more and more demanding this type of solutions, biometrics authentications. They try to avoid uh, the use of uh, physical tokens or even uh, physical cards, plastic cards, in order to do their own payments. So all these solutions are, are giving the opportunity to change the interaction between financial sector and user and by the, the, the experimenting new ways of doing the interaction with the cell phone or with the web. I think they are coming really strong. Uh, people are really willing to, to start using that. And more and more different startups like uh, Nubai or many others are just acquiring this type of technologies and making the basement of the new apps of the new services, uh, the basement normally now is uh, part of the, or one of the key points in order to to have success is the use of different biometrics. So I think the trends are clear and I think they are here to, to stay. Your company also recently announced a partnership with Argentina's Banco de Corrientes. How many banks is be currently partnered with, and what can face biometrics bring to online and mobile banking? Well, if I'm not wrong, FaceFee is currently being used by around a little bit more than 50 banks now in different solutions. Many of them are based on mobile applications for digital onboarding or authentication using facial recognition. Some others are using mobile, but also web banking. And in some cases, also they're using facial recognition in order to, for example, make authentication or ATMs machine in Spain, like uh, Caixa Bank. What phase biometrics can bring to mobile banking? I mean, uh, it's similar to the previous question. I think that uh, we need to, to change the way we were interacting with our banks a few years ago by using passwords and 
and pin codes and, and physical tokens or cards in order to make uh, different transactions. More and more, the volume of uh, transactions are growing a lot from our hands in order to make payments, to open accounts, etc. And there is something really important for the bank that it's putting some security lay in this transaction and it comes to biometrics. So I think biometrics are providing not only security level to the transaction, but the best user experience you can have in order to improve the the interaction. So I think that the combination to, to, to keep the balance between user experience and security, I think is the key factor for that. Facey is, as I said, a biometrics pioneer in the Latin American region. From your perspective, how have the identity and financial needs of Latin America evolved since you first began working with partners there? I think when, when we started visiting some accounts, some potential clients, I mean, a long time ago, I would say between 2012, 2013, this market and probably many other markets in the same way, they were seeing identity management related to biometrics, like something that was cool, in, in order that was a, an innovative technology, quite impressive in order to present to the end users. But it's been a big change from that moment to now. Now, the needs of Latin America are that uh, more and more they have to start implementing this type of technologies rather than saying, okay, it's a cool technology, but it's not necessary. Now it's necessary. Now you don't have even one bank that is not paying attention to biometrics within the bank. I think they are even having some special departments within the bank specialized in biometrics in order to be applying different solutions and channels within the bank. So the needs have changed completely. Before was something cool, now it's something that it, I would say that is even mandatory. FaceFee continues to bet on worldwide banking, where, today, it is a leader in facial biometrics and onboarding. With over 50 contracts, serving over 10 million users, conducting over 6 million onboardings, and with more than 850 million authentications to its name, FaceFee is trusted by some of the world's biggest names in finance to ensure trust, privacy, security, and compliance. Learn more at facefee.com. And now... Back to the podcast. Speaking about uh, modern digital finance, on June 17th, you will be participating in the Fine Biometrics webinar, Building Invincible Trust Change and Strong Authentication and ID Verification, presented with our partner, Money 2020 Europe. What role does biometric onboarding play in building and maintaining trust between users and financial institutions? Well, I think the demand and the tendency is growing a lot. We, we, we notice every single day that banks in Europe, in Asia, in Latin America, in the US, many of them are asking about the process of making the digital onboarding. All the financial sector, it's really, really now trying to make the digital transformation process as fast as possible. And part of it is to have or to acquire or to implement solutions like the digital onboarding in order to do the, the, the whole process. More and more end users, they don't want and they don't need to go to the physical office, to the branch office, to do any 
transaction or to open a new account. So now I think that uh, big banks or even small banks as well, there is a race in order to see who is going to be capable to somehow acquire more clients in an efficient way. And uh, the only way that you can do that now is by using these onboarding apps that are capable to validate, verify that the customer who wants to open a new account is the one that is authorized by somehow uh, verifying the ID, verifying the it's a live person, and verifying also that the matching of the face, it's exactly uh, the face you have on the ID document. So practically what I would say that the trust is coming in the way that uh, more and more uh, these type of technologies are more accurate Using AI, now it's capable, the technology to detect if the person is it's alive and is not showing a picture in front of the camera. So if you are capable to demonstrate that the technology is accurate and is, and is really convenient for the, for the end user, financial institutions are just uh, trying to, to implement as soon as possible and to deploy the technology in order to somehow increase the number of, of new clients. And what are the biggest threats to that trust in the modern digital finance landscape and how can biometrics address them? Well, I think that the threats uh, are the same as we have before. I mean, in, in one side, you have companies like uh, FaceFee and many others trying to do our best in order to improve the user experience and the security. On the other hand, you have people trying to hack the systems to commit fraud Identity fraud is growing a lot. Now, mm. more than ever, we are having many interactions, not only with banks, with uh, e-commerce companies that we buy every single day things through internet. So we are receiving every single day attacks from hackers in order to commit this fraud. So more and more, we need to uh, use new technologies like I was mentioning before, like AI and different thing, uh, systems in order to, to try to somehow avoid this, this identity fraud. So if I have to talk about threats, I would say that the, the biggest threat we have, all of us, all together, is somehow to be one step before the rest of the thrusters that they are trying to, to have this system. And, and we, are, we have to do it all together because obviously it's not something that belongs to one specific partner or supplier. It's, it's in the complete chain. It's in communications, in the financial entity, it's on the biometric provider, et cetera. So I would say that this is a big threat and we have to pay attention. And a significant amount of attention is given to facial recognition in today's financial ID conversations. What is the role of multimodal biometrics in this space? I think that uh, it's true that it's uh, some special attention to facial recognition today, and especially in the financial sector. But, but it's true that at the same time, uh, in financial institutions, you have different scenarios where biometrics can be applied. So uh, I really defend the multimodal biometrics in many spaces because it depends. Probably facial recognition is, is very interesting in some specific scenarios or solutions, for example, digital onboarding, in order to verify from a biometric point of view the only thing you can use is face because it's the, the image that you have in the ID. But then you have other technologies like a voice, for example, that can be used in a call center in order to help people to make authentication without asking them a lot of questions and so on. So I, I always, when I, when I share a panel with some other specialists in 
in the field. I have confidence that uh, probably the future will come with a multimodal biometric solutions rather than one specific uh, biometrics for one specific problem. So I think that the role of multimodal biometrics in, in financial institution is going to be really strong, even though at the beginning, it's true that they are somehow paying much more attention to facial recognition than others. So I think we'll come. FaceV's star product, SelfID, is a safe digital onboarding solution with the best real-time OCR in the market, passive facial liveness detection, document validation, and blacklists. With over 50 contracts, 10 million users, 6 million onboardings, and 850 million authentications to its name, FaceFee is trusted by some of the world's biggest names in finance to ensure trust, privacy, security, and compliance. Self-ID is key to the future of worldwide banking. Learn more at facefee.com. And now, back to the podcast. And this spring, FaceFee's audited fiscal results showed remarkable year-over-year growth in 2019. What drove that success? Well, it's a good question. That's a secret of the company. But uh, no, it's just joking. The truth is that biometrics in general are growing a lot. So I think that as long as you have a company focused on what you know how to do it, and try to to get access to different sectors that probably you are not strong enough to to go there. It's just a question of trying to make the business development together with integration or implementation of the technology to the financial institutions. And at the end, if you are capable to have uh, happy clients, it's just replicate the success. And I think in our case, we've been working very hard in the last five years and uh, more and more we have big customers and, and, and small customers, all of them very happy about our solution, very happy about our support in order to try to solve the problems they may have for making the deployment of the technology. And somehow, if you have some referrals that uh, as we do have, is something that is helping you to have more success and hopefully we'll be able to keep this uh, strategy in the coming years. So no secret recipe or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, as a provider of mobile enabling software solutions, how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected the market space fee operates in? Well, surprisingly, it's affecting from a positive way. And uh, it's not nice to say that because a lot of people is suffering now, not only from from the health aspect but the economic aspect a lot of people are losing their job etc but the truth is that uh, in our case and i think it's the same to companies like face fee the market it's been more open than before we are receiving some acceleration in some of the opportunities that we had open at the beginning of the year and uh, we didn't have any cancellation for any project in financial institutions but also in some other sectors like uh, health industry with some hospitals and some administration of government uh, related companies. So in our case, we see that COVID is affecting many of the processes that uh, involve people going to physical offices or administration to get access to some services. And now more and more governments and private companies are trying to 
make those processes without any contact, contactless solution. So in that case, facial recognition with many other technology are, I think, in the right moment to develop the market in a, in a nice way. So, so we see that uh, this year and the coming year is going to be really positive for us. And so how people are more engaged in order to start using this type of technology. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be good for us. And what are your industry expectations for the rest of 2020 and beyond? Well, part of the question was answered before. I think the expectations for the industry, if we are talking about biometrics and if we are talking about face recognition biometrics specifically, I think the expectations are really good. All the processes that are going to be frictionless, contactless, uh, giving the chance to do access to the services without any physical presence is going to be is going to be a key topic the rest of this year. And, and on the other side, we'll see if probably some of the investments that big companies were trying to do in different assets uh, will be kept or will be moved to a different ways. We think that in terms of security and digital transformation, I think budgets are gonna be kept. So we, we, we wouldn't have a, a problem on that. But uh, in the case of biometric industry or facial recognition industry, the expectations I think should be on the top. And how can listeners get in touch with you to learn more about the topics we discussed today? Well, we have a website, facefee.com. We have also access to any information that any listener may may want to receive through the email. It's info at facefee.com. Then you can also use our social networks and LinkedIn, where we are just putting all the information. So it's, it's very easy today to get access to Facefee, and we are more than happy to provide with any information. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Javier, and uh, looking forward to hearing you on our, our webinar coming up. Thank you, Suzanne. It's been a pleasure for me. Thank you very much. So concludes Susan Stover's interview with Javier Mira, CEO of FaceFee. To learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, visit facefee.com. And to register for the webinar Building Unbreakable Trust Chains with Strong Authentication and ID Verification, click the link below in the show notes. I would like to thank Javier for joining us on today's episode, and thanks again to Susan Stover for conducting the interview. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.